Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today. Um, y'all, there's so much we could talk about with these two readings, but I'm really drawn to the first reading from the Old Testament. Uh, the two prophets, the prophet Elijah and uh, the young man he mentored, Elisha, the prophet. Um, a little background, what's happening right here in this uh, particular reading is Elisha is being, I mean, Elijah is being taken up to heaven, all right, or to Abraham's bosom, shall we say. Um, and so there's a, a separation, like they're, they're leaving each other. And this was a big deal because Elijah went out and searched out for Elisha and called him to come follow him. All right. And what happens with this situation is there's this beautiful relationship between the prophet and the disciple, Jesus and the twelve apostles. There's a walking with in a very, very intimate way, right? Day in and day out. You're watching him, you're listening to him, you're seeing the miracles he's performing, um, and you're just witnessing everything that he does. And so this was the relationship between the two of them. Um, and so Elisha was very much honored to be a part of Elijah's uh, life, because Elijah was probably one of the most powerful prophets of the Old Testament. And so in this moment, what's taking place is... Um, Elijah is being taken up to, to the heavens. And so it's their final conversation. All right? And I think we can relate to that. People that have, we've loved, that we've lost, that have gone uh, to their final resting place, that final conversation you have with them is pretty important. And you never forget it. Right? So here's their final conversation between um, Elijah and Elisha. They're going along and... Um, and Elijah tells him, as the Lord lives and as you live yourself, I will not leave you, Elisha replies, because he's saying, yeah, I'm going to leave. He says, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm coming with you, right? He's holding on to him. And so they get over to um, the River Jordan, and Elijah takes off his, his mantle, and he kind of, we, you know, we were little kids, we had to like, we'd pop each other, pow, with a, with a rope, with a, a towel. Um, it's something similar to that. He took off his mantle and he popped the River Jordan, and the river split in half. So they were able to walk across, right? So they get to the other side. Now, I don't know why he actually did that, because the horses and the chariots pick him up over there, when they could have just come on this side and picked him up there. But anyway, this cool little miracle takes place, and they go across the Jordan River, dry shod, and they get to the other side. And as they're talking, um, Elisha asks him, well, Elijah says to him, ask of me whatever you want, and I'm going to give it to you. It's pretty bold. And Elisha says, I want to receive a double portion of your spirit. Okay, so Elijah was the most powerful of all the prophets. And Elisha's saying, I want to be two times as powerful as you. And Elijah goes, um, that's a pretty, tough, a pretty tough one, right? Um, but he says, if you see me being taken up, then you will receive the double portion. But if all of a sudden they're walking along and Elijah just disappears... Well, then he wasn't going to get a double portion. But what happens is he does get to see it. And he sees the, the horses and the chariot, the fiery chariot, come down and pick up Elisha, I mean Elijah the prophet, and he goes up into the heavens. And it's pretty amazing what happens right here. And my heart was very drawn to it this morning in my holy hour. As he is going up in the whirlwind with the fiery chariots, Elisha sees it happening. And he begins to holler, my father, my father. And he begins to rip his garments. The passion and the love of Elisha towards Elijah is fraternal. 
It's paternal. It's fatherhood. It's sonship. And he's screaming at the top of his lungs, my father, my father. And he rips his garments. That was a sign in the Old Testament of like extreme agony or if someone blasphemed or something like that, like they'd rip their garments open, right? You just got to think this is an, an incredible moment of love as he sees his spiritual father being taken away from him. It's a tough moment, right? But what happens at that point, he sees him go and his heart is absolutely broken. But what he does next to me is amazing. He grabs Elijah's cope that he popped the, uh, the water with and he imitates his father. And he goes up, he grabs the cope and he hits the water with it and the water splits in two. The beautiful reality of physical fatherhood that we're about to celebrate this coming weekend, but also spiritual fatherhood. And, and people always say that about us as Catholics. Why do y'all call priest father? Right? You only have one father. And that's your heavenly father in heaven. Well, excuse me, but Elijah the prophet was considered the father to Elisha. St. Paul even says about Timothy, you have become my son and I'm your father in Christ. I gave birth to you, he says. Not physically, but spiritually. Right? Because the fatherhood of the priest is even more real than the physical fatherhood that is shared between a mom and a dad and their children. Why do I say that? Because the fatherhood that we share is birthed through baptism and it's an eternal fatherhood. It's recognized in heaven because it's the sharing of the fatherhood of God the Father. I'll never forget when I was in seminary, Dr. Petrie, Dr. Bram Petrie said that to us. He said, men, he said, whenever if you become a priest, he said, realize, I gave my children physical birth, but you gave them spiritual birth through the waters of baptism. He said, and that supersedes physical fatherhood. He said, you become more of a father to my son than I am. Blew my brains. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Right? So this great desire inside of the masculine, the human heart, that desires to be a father, um, is accomplished in spiritual fatherhood. It lacks nothing. Right? And we will recognize, whenever we go to heaven, you're going to recognize the priest that baptized you. Because he gave you spiritual life. Right? It's pretty crazy. So pray for him, whoever he might be. Right? And hopefully he's in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> we're, held to, <laughs> we're held to a great standard. So uh, pray for whoever baptized you because <laughs> I promise you they need it. Um, and so just to realize that, like this is where we get this idea of spiritual fatherhood. This is where Jesus comes in. And Jesus mentors those 12 apostles exactly the way that prophet Elijah would have. And he becomes their father. He reveals to them the father and the father's love for them. But he walks with them very intimately. For those three years, Jesus is with the apostles. And he says to Philip, he says, Have I been with you this long, Philip, and you still don't know the Father? Right? He says, I have revealed the Father to you. So that's the, that's the, the, the understanding is that through the life of Jesus, through the life of his priest, he reveals the Father. Right? And that's important for us to know as we move along, right? Our transition's about to happen. And that fatherhood, we can even see it that way. That, you know, I'm not being taken up by a fiery chariot, but I'm being taken away to some degree. And there's that feeling of, oh, a father's gone. You know? 
I'm just a block away. But still, the spiritual paternity, the spiritual fatherhood will be taken away and the spiritual fatherhood of Father J.D. will be with you. So there is something very real in what's, what's going on. And you'll feel it, right? And that's okay. It's good to feel that. You know, because we pray that a double portion of anointing will be upon St. Thomas and upon Father J.D. and the mission and the ministry that he will be taken up here in just a couple of weeks. So let us continue to pray uh, for the priests that have baptized us, for any spiritual father in our life that has touched our hearts in some way, shape, or form, um, and for the upcoming transition that Father J.D. may have a very fecundant and life-filled, and myself, um, fatherhood in the next steps that we go into. Amen?